Welcome to the Cracked End Comedy Club! On this week's episode, we've got Eric Newman from New York City, Pork Williams, Emily Ashmore, Gar Murren, Dan Pulzello, and Aideen McQueen. Yeah, and we chat about cigarette pack warnings, Putin's breakfast ballistics, and TV license inspectors. Welcome to episode 10 of the Crackdown Comedy Club. Double digits. And uh, man, what a weekend. We had a, a, a tour show, man, on yeah. Friday night. We had Eric Newman, who just last month I was watching on The Tonight Show with Jimmy. Which, which Jimmy was he on? Uh, <laughs> Kimmel! We didn't... Fallon, what, what, Kimmel, what, 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 the what Jimmy. A, what a poor build-up. And just last month I saw him on the biggest TV show. What, well, which one? Uh, <laughs> which one is it? They're the all the same. I know, show? Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy fucking... I think it was Kimmel. Well, I just I just saw him go, here he is, and then I watched Eric's set. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. So good, man. So And he was on. It's, his jokes are sharp. His crowd work's incredible. So it was all that. For full and he brought three of his support acts, which is cool. uh, yeah, three it was great. Comics. So he, we 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 booked him in for a solo show. He want he did a tour in London as well, and then Dublin. He'll be coming back in December as well. Yeah, they were great. We got some clips from all of them. Um, yeah, and then so the, this episode today, we'll we'll start with Eric and, and finish with Eric, and then uh, and Dan Polzello is one of them. He's married to an Aussie girl as well, man. I say as well, like I'm not married to an Aussie, but uh, he's been to Adelaide. It's always surprising when someone. Is like the only place you'd be in Australia would be somewhere like Adelaide. That's like someone saying, oh, I came to Ireland and I, I just saw Trim and then left. <laughs> you know, yeah. Trim, that right? Yeah. Just like a random town. Quick visit to Trim. Trim. Named because I think they wanted to edit it out. That's what we were saying. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, listeners from Trim. It's a great place. We love Trim. Yeah, we want, we we're going to do a live podcast there soon. Uh, book us in. Thanks, Trim. <laughs> Trim. And Mark Gerber was uh, another guest that Eric had. And uh, it's just Gerber's a great name to say with the American accent. Gerber. Hi, uh, my name is Mark Gerber. See, this Aussie accent, it was like Gerber, because I, I went up and brought him on. It was like Gerber. It just sounds not as good as an Australian accent. Gerber. Yeah. Gerber, you want to go Gerber, you know, and really get into it. Mm. Mark Gerber. I'm just saying it a lot so you remember all these dudes. It's <laughs> because they were great. And Frank Favier as well. Yeah, we're, we're, you're just repeating these names so we don't forget them later on in the podcast because they're much. such they're such alien names to us. Favia, Pulzello, Gerber, they're very Italian names. They must they're all like a New York. Yeah, and Eric Ita- Newman, the 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 Jewish dude, he brings over his entourage three, is three, Ita- three Italians. <laughs> his muscle, his hired muscle, his muscle man. He's he's mates, just like four comics hitting the road. Yeah, four Italians, one Jewish dude, just hitting the mm. world tour, man. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see him again in uh, December. Yeah, it was or great. Or if we go to New York before then, it was, it was a class weekend. Uh, yeah, so let's we've got Eric Newman on talking about his... Um... Oh, he's ringing his mom. Uh, my mom's fucking... Should we pick up my mom's phone? Yes! Oh, here we go. Yes. I can't. Here we go. Hi, mom. Mom? Mom! All right. Whatever. I don't need you to do comedy. I need you for money because I do comedy, but no. <laughs> Mom! All right, whatever. All right, let's call my dead dad. Hold on. Um, all right, calm down, everybody. It's my dad. Why the fuck are you... 
I had a my dad was schizophrenic. It was a tough upbringing, you know. It was confusing growing up with a dad with schizophrenia, especially growing up as a Jew. You know, because my mom was always like, Jesus doesn't exist. But then my dad would pull me to the side and he'd be like, hey, listen, I'm Jesus. <laughs> She's a wacko, that woman. Yeah, anyone who calls their mom a wacko. That's <laughs> great. Mm. We're talking about mom. Yeah, that's uh, Eric Newman. More of him later in the podcast. Yeah, we had a great lineup. Podge was on that weekend as well. Well, his name's Pork Williams, but locally known as Podge. John Podge. I think his, uh, his handle on the old gram is Podge Will. Yeah. Podge Will. So here's a... Uh, He's, what's he talking about this one uh, he's talking about how he, he came out of the closet a few years ago mm. and uh, recently has gone back in <laughs> gone back into the closet yeah because he's uh, he, he's got a lady partner now so he's I'm not going to label him he, he he describes it himself he, he came out years back and he's back in and hit it Podge coming back in is just telling your parents you're a dirty bastard that's that's all it is my mom turned to my dad and was like gets that from your side. <laughs> My dad's like, I think he gets it from every side. <laughs> That's old Pork Williams getting it from every side. Oh, Podgy. You know when the audience are like, woo! Oh, they're clapping. And they, they love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you just saying, you just acknowledging that the audience applauded. Well, well yeah, and then uh, you don't know if they're, they're doing it because they're aroused because they're just like you they love the idea because he was talking about sexual and getting it from all angles yeah they were like, they were like the good joke and yeah. you yeah, what, what yeah, would that yeah. look like yeah audience yeah sometimes audiences they like they love a bit of horniness you know they love a bit of like mm. you know a bit of dirtiness it's funny and it's dirty that that'll that'll really rile them up good yeah like even when you ask a, a I don't know where I'm going like, with any of this <laughs> it's just, no, but Podge like, hits it Podge hits every note that's true and you know you, you ask them you're like oh you like asking couples like, oh have you slept together I stopped doing that though yeah a while ago but people still the audience you kept doing it because the audience would like would go Whoa! I know I know and I felt like a cheap dirty <laughs> escort after doing it like, I'm really escort. cheapening myself here you uh, filthy most couples are very, you can you can tell if they're like talking about remember it. the Valentine's special we did oh yeah and we were just asking everyone yeah we got them all up on stage to describe because we had like bottles of wine up for prizes it was all couples in it was like 100 people 50 couples in yeah. on that night and uh, when you say describe you're going to have to go in and you got to describe no so I got the, what I did was I got the split the couples apart and then I'd ask the guy or the girl where was the weird, craziest place you've uh, made love and then uh, uh, and in front of the audience ask the other partner so they've given the answer already mm. you know like a bad Netflix dating series, you know, mm-hmm. and then ask the other partner, like, so where's the craziest place you think you made love? And if they both just gave the same answer, they get a bottle of wine and a box of chocolates or something. Mm. And they all gave the same answer every time. That was good. And the weirdest one, was, Jesus, the places on the dart in uh, Tohoth, a young couple, they're like 19, those ones, riding wow. on the dart. Did you and ask- they were together for three weeks and they're already riding on the dart. Oh, that's then, right, I remember them now. Then there was another couple uh, from Scotland who, uh, I was like, where's the weirdest place? And they both said the same place. Riding in the back of a taxi in Italy with the taxi driver in the car. That's gross. I was like, that's gross. Yeah, nah. Okay, the dart, that's dirty, but if it's an empty carriage, but if it's a taxi with the taxi driver, and they gave him a tip at the end as if that made it okay? Yeah, is, I mean, I hope there was plastic lined in the back. Fucking Scottish, man. They make me sick. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we also had, oh, Gar Murren was on this week. Yeah, man, he's always great. 
Yeah. We love, I mean, speaking of crowd work, he's always just laying into that audience. I love watching guys. It's always different. King of crowd work. There was a uh, couple up at the... F- oh, yes. There was weird situation. There was these Dutch people in. Um, that's not the weird part. And then there was <laughs> uh, two guys and two girls behind them. And they were couples. So the guys' partners, the girlfriends, were sat behind them as if, like, they what? deliberately went, hey, look, you know, just... Back, back there back of right. the taxi back of the taxi <laughs> me and the boys up front and um so he was with a couple of it was with his mates and his girlfriend was behind him yeah they, the two mates put their girlfriends behind them that's what it seemed like to us unless i don't know anyway um gar picked up on this of course and uh got into the how do they meet and all this and well the rest is history uh, okay uh, from the netherlands now how can we ask how did you meet uh, earl Hang on a second. For anybody that just, just for anyone that didn't hear that, I said to Marilena, isn't it? Marilena. I said to him, I said to Mary, I said, I'll try, I'll try and say, Marilena. I'm doing my best here. Uh, for anyone that didn't, didn't hear that, I said, how did you meet? And uh, now, listen, for all the Irish people especially, uh, keep this in mind. She said, in the supermarket. <laughs> now, Earl, stand up one more time, Earl. Just, Earl, just stand up for a second. Just, when you look like, let people see you, Earl. What you don't kick your drink over. When you look like this, you can, you can get women in the supermarket when you look like Earl. I can't even get somebody who works in the supermarket <laughs> to answer the fucking question. Sorry, with the Krispies, what oil are they on? <laughs> Meanwhile, Earl's gone. I know exactly where the Krispies are. <laughs> Come on, let's walk together. Come on. Come on. What's your name? It doesn't matter. Um, I'll never be able to pronounce that. Uh, uh, there's a comedy gig. There's a comedy gig on uh, soon. Would you Would you be interested in coming with me? I'm I'm Earl. Yeah, you would. Perfect. Uh, no, we won't be sitting together. No. Oh no 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 no. I don't want you to think that I'm too interested in you. You can come to the same gig as me. You may even stay in the same room. But under no circumstances. Can you sit near Earl? Yes. Yes, I refer to myself in the third person. (laughs) That's something Earl does. Hey, Gar Good old Gar. He just needs he just needs one thing. Yeah. Give him one thing about you and he'll he'll go off. That's it. What does Earl look like? Let's paint the picture. Earl was a handsome man, um, stocky, short. Oh. In stature, but uh, broad-shouldered, mm. uh, you know, tanned, good skin. Um, yeah, he was a handsome man. Well-dressed. Very well-dressed, charming. You know, he could sweep you off your feet in the supermarket. Yeah, um, which is good for a name like Earl. Yeah, Earl, you're thinking of a bit of a square, aren't you? Oh, I think of like, you know, uh, America, you know, that's Hillbillies. Yeah, a little bit. My name is Earl. You yeah. Know, with a, like Wreck-It Ralph. You know, he's got the overalls, but like one of the straps is broken. Yeah, you'd never think of Earl as a sophisticated Dutch uh, Casanova type character. Nah. 
And what? I used to play this computer game. Do you remember Toe Jam and Earl? These nope. two aliens came what, to... Do I remember work. it? Uh, yeah. What year was this demo? Ah, uh, was the 90s, the back of the 90s. Early 90s? The, yeah, early, mid-90s. Yeah, before I developed uh, cognitive memory. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you, I don't remember the game. No, you were playing computer games in the 90s. You were playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Probably. Yeah, that was about 2000. Yeah. I oh, wasn't... Oh, okay, fair I was just a bit a bit later, yeah. Ah, Toy Gemini was a good game. Toy Gemini. And even the Earl, even the alien Earl was a fat alien with a big beer gun. <laughs> That's true. Big. Look up Toe Jam and all people. He's wearing sunglasses, got his top off, wearing board shorts, big fat orange gut. Oh, fat gut Earl. Like, I, I like to think that, uh, like, I'm not fat, but I must eat like someone who is a slob. Because remember, we were we went to lunch the other, remember we had lunch the other day? It was a bu- sound, that sounds fancy. It was a buffet. <laughs> Good old Casey Peaches. Casey Peaches, right in Dublin, and um, we were both eating away, and uh, the the waiter just comes over and just I don't know what what, what did I look like when I eat? <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. He, he, the waiter came over and handed you another napkin. Just no, just no, a stack, a stack of napkins. No, Not you, unsolicited, by the way. We didn't say, oh, are there any more napkins? No, I was. We were both eating together. A waiter came up to our table, looking at Demo, and put like five napkins next to him. And then did he, he just kind of nodded and walked away. Yeah. And uh, but not, yeah, I thought we were eating like, you know, similar, but I must, did I have food like my face? Or my beard and the napkins were definitely on your side of the table. He oh, he gave them to it me. It was directed to you. Like, he didn't even look at you. Oh, he looked at me and said, wow, what a clean and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful uh, and uh, sophisticated Ooh, eater. Yeah. And then he looked at you and pulled out more napkins. And then he came over and he started putting like newspaper underneath me. <laughs> <laughs> gave me a bib. That was crazy, though, the fact. I mean, what waiter does that? What waiter goes up to a customer and just hands them napkins? And But, what, like, was it, was it, was I like, you know, was it? Yeah. You're a little bit, but that, you're always like that, and you never get napkins. What do you so. mean I'm always like that? How do I usually eat? I was using cutlery. You make a, make a bit of a scene, but it's okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm going to have to film me eat and watch it back. I don't know. No, no, people... no, no, you know what? You shouldn't, man. What? Just better off. Ignorance is bliss. Right. Just eat don't, in the dark. Just, yeah, eat, just, just eat in the corner. I'll kind of block you next time. The waiter won't see you. Yeah. And we'll be fine. Podge was talking about being in the closet. I'll just eat in the closet. That's like, it. Are you in the closet? I eat in the closet. Damo's back in the closet. Yeah, I'm in the closet. I'm in the straight closet eating. Because then there was another time I was uh, doing gigs in China. China. I was doing gigs in, uh, where was I? That was, that was the That was the Trump that was the Trump. Trump. Not not a racist version. Not <laughs> no. not a racist portrayal of a Chinese person saying China. No, it was, was Trump fun of Trump because he used to say China a lot. He's like yeah, Trump would say China really weird. He was always talking about China. China. He was always going on about TikTok as well, which is my favourite of the social medias. Mm. Um, and that's from China. Uh, I love it. So anyway, I was uh, I always had a good time in time in China. China. I was uh, in Beijing, and then there was uh, you know you you know, you know you're in a great place where just the locals are in there eating you know you look around there's no tourists <laughs> why are you laughing just, no, this is in, in general just, when you're traveling around it's just visualizing demo the the chinese waiter this time coming over with 10 more napkins <laughs> oh man like, like yeah like this is so i was with the other comics all westerners right and we're all using chopsticks man like no one spoke english in there why would they it's beijing right and there was it wasn't a touristy area, so I was delighted. It was proper Chinese food, or they just call it food. Mm. And I, nice. I I've been using chopsticks for years, man. I thought I was quite good at it. 
you know, hold one of them like a pencil. You did the same thing, man. I just got flashbacks the other day in Casey Peaches. The lady that worked there, she walked over an, an elderly woman. You know, but I say elderly, she could have been 108. You know, they just looked, she looked fantastic. We could tell she was old. She comes over and she, like, we're all eating away. She just puts a fork next to me silently and then walks off. Not the other dudes, just me, a fork. I didn't even know they had forks in there. I would have asked one otherwise. But I thought I was doing really well. I was, the rice, I was even doing rice with chopsticks, man. I was doing really well. And then she'd put a fork there and it just shattered my confidence and everyone just started laughing. I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. Give me the beer in the newspaper again. Can I have a... Good thing it wasn't a date. Good. Did that ever happen on a date with Sandra where the a waiter or waitress came over with a, <laughs> a bib and a straw? No, luckily we were when we started courting, um, we were 20 and 22 years of age, so there was no cutlery in the places we were going to. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, smoothies. Early doors, oh, man. <laughs> just smoothies. We were just two, two, two drunks going to takeaway places. That's all we what did. What gigs did you do in Beijing? Or- did the Great Wall? A gig on the Great Wall? Well, I did a great gig. No, no, I did a great gig on the wall. No, I did it. No, there was no gigs on the wall. But I went and visited. Oh, you saw the Great Wall? Yeah. It was not. Okay. It's insane. And we also had Emily Ashmore on. <laughs> um, Speaking of Great Walls, Emily's a great comic. Um, Emily, and then we want to play this clip because uh, Emily's got she's really sharp jokes. But she, uh, this was funny because she had the giggles this night because there was these three there was two Spanish dudes and the Argentinian mate these three guys they worked at Ryanair and they were just fun they were always just they were just real happy dudes and then uh, she started her material and they, they just started talking to her whenever whenever they felt like it so that's what she's talking to you'll hear her talking to some dude this is a Spanish guy up the front that worked for Ryanair laughing and um, because I don't know about you guys but I'm actually not even a millennial okay I'm younger than a millennial yeah do you guys know what that generation is called? No, no. A child, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you guys think you had a bad pandemic, my confirmation got postponed like three fucking times, you know. <laughs> if anyone knows how to get a deposit back on a bouncy castle, please let me know after the show. <laughs> especially, especially because bouncy castles have gone up so much in price since my communion. Inflation, I guess. <laughs> But um, no, I, I am actually, if you couldn't tell from my old boots, I am actually 21. And um, when, oh no, okay, relax. <laughs> how old are you guys? Too old to me ask me that question. Yeah, too old. To, how old are you guys? 31. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry for my absolute disgust at the number 31. <laughs> But so you're also a child as well. Good for you. You don't look like a child. Well, you definitely aren't 21. I'm 22. Oh, so a granddad. <laughs> He's too old for me. Sorry. You're just too old. We could have been great, but you're just too daddy vibes. No, absolutely not. Granddaddy vibes. <laughs> but when I, went, when I went to get my COVID vaccine, right, the girl who gave me my COVID vaccine, she was also 21. Like, we get it, bitch, you finished college, you know? <laughs> but she told me afterwards that she was 21, but I should have guessed by the way she gave me the shot. So she came in, she was like, okay, Emily, okay, okay, first things first, okay, first things first, love the jeans, first things first, okay? First things first, I'm gonna give you the shot, okay? 
and then it's the salt and then it's the lime. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had like 12 of them. <laughs> we did a powder Johnson & Johnson in the bathroom. It was amazing, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> the cream pass. Yeah, I can fly on Ryanair, yes. <laughs> Are you taking me home with you? Like, what is going on? <laughs> can fly to Spain, I'll get an ancient, I'll meet your parents. Fine, stop asking me. <laughs> oh, I'll meet your grandparents, honey, no problem. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm, I'm triple vaxxed. <laughs> that is the most flirtatious crowd work I have ever heard. Yeah, and coming from a <laughs> the king of a flirting MC over here. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, those guys. I think they they definitely fancied Emily. I think the three of them <laughs> wasn't on the unrequited as well. It seemed. Well, I think she just wanted a trip to Spain. Yeah, yeah, she did. I'm just trying to. We get, all, if she's listening to this. I'm just trying to get a rise out of Emily. <laughs> the, um, the, yeah, they were they were fun dudes, but uh, yeah, I'd like free flights. Who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, because they were pilots getting our flight out of them. Yeah. Um, flight attendants I wouldn't say oh they're flight attendants were oh, they? maybe they're pilots I don't know <laughs> 21 who knows Look, um, yeah, if they're pilots if I played them that's a young pilot if a dude came on and was like hey what's up it's my birthday today I just turned 21 I'd be like I hope he's the co-pilot Emily was talking about um, the getting the jab yeah and the nurse was 21 yeah and you know like nurses like you, you don't cho- if you're a nurse you don't choose are you going to be the person given the jab and you're just told right you're the person you're going to go out and give the vaccine now and and you know in the healthcare work there were quite a few anti-vax healthcare workers what? so I was wondering there's that, there was at least some one person somewhere a nurse given the jabs who is anti-vax you know and what a, what a terrible situation to be in you're like given the vax you don't believe in it and you're having to do the chit chat that the nurses do as you're given the vax you're like you know um yeah, you take the jab at your own risk. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just whispered in your ear like, yeah, yeah, there are a bunch, yeah. bunch of pedophiles, Pfizer, just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Have you seen how much uh, millions they've got in court cases yeah. so far? And, uh, so you want your blood clot, do you, in your yeah. arm? Okay. Yeah. Um, if you've never had a blood clot before, I'm just saying. But I know my, my nurse, she wasn't anti-vax, the one who gave me the jab. She was very friendly. The, the trick of a good nurse Mm. given a jab or a needle is is like asking you something personal so that you go out your, your brain distraction you, distraction is yes. like just getting something like oh yeah who are you going out with and if when did she move in you're like when did she move and then the needle's in your arm she's yeah. like ah gotcha um, yeah that's very good and I, I remember that even as a kid that was a te- uh, did you get the tetanus shot I sure that's did that's the most painful of all the shots that I've ever had because I remember it and it, would, it ached for like a day or two the tetanus and you're a kid, but I even remember getting it all queued up at school. I was maybe about 10 years old, nine years old. I mean, if I knew it was gonna be that painful, I mean, just give me a rusty nail, I don't mind. But um, mm. but yeah, I remember like, oh, and what are you into? And I'm like, dinosaurs. And like, oh, what's your favorite? And I'm like, Stegosaurus! You know, right, straight great. in there. Yeah, nice, Still nice. Still a good old Stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Plates and spikes. Um, what's not to like there? Oh yeah. Oh, we had Aideen McQueen on again doing uh, doing different new material. Yeah, so good. Oh, she's brilliant. Love when Aideen's in. So I, 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 I don't, I mean, I'm not gonna brag, but I'm really good at relationships. In the last five years, I've had 37 relationships. Like, I'm amazing at it. And my sister, Aoife, she's had sex three times in the last five years. And she said to me, Aideen, how do you do it? How are you? It's man after man after man. 
Three men. So I said, it's very, it's very simple, Aoife. There's a really good secret, and you just have to work on yourself. You have to build on yourself. In order to become the one, you must be the one. You must love yourself. Isn't that right? No, you're young. You're fools. No, absolutely not. The secret is to lower your fucking standards. <laughs> right? Let me tell everybody here now, lower, 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 lower your standards until you hear Calypso music and you're living over some shitty cock. <laughs> you, you can relate. Thank you very much. Uh, if you can make one man clap, unless you're giving him a disease, that's not worth it. Okay. So... Eve always says, I need, I just want a tall guy. I want a guy who's six foot two. <sighs> Waste of fucking time. Like, that, it's a bit creepy, isn't it, when women want a really tall man? Like, what do you want? Oh my God, I want him to lift me up like he's my daddy. You know? <laughs> to be honest, they're all the same height. When the lights are off, they're lying down and you're riding them. <laughs> Tip of the top. I was with a man there. Okay, I have to make this date right in my head so it doesn't seem like I cheated on my boyfriend. I was with a man there three years ago. He was five foot two. Um, European size, one meter. Um, <laughs> technically, medically, legally a leprechaun. Right? He couldn't go down on me, he went up on me. <laughs> I just opened my legs and he ran in. So good. And at first I was, because I, I, I was the big, I was the hulking one, I was the butch one. I, I felt kind of intimidating. But I, I let it go. Like, it was empowering, it was feminist. Like he didn't penetrate me, I engulfed him. Oh. And then I, I, I found myself changing roles. I was like, would you like some water? <laughs> Did, did you have you come yet? Have you fucking come? Oh, and then I squeezed my thighs together. Boom! A pot of gold appeared. <laughs> Eva also wants a man who's goes to the gym. Hands up if you go to the gym. Actually, don't. I can see you. Fuckers, you go to the gym. Waste of time. Men who go to the gym, they can't defend you. What's a man who goes to the gym going to do in a dark alley with you? Oh, um. There's a junkie there. I haven't taken my protein shake. Um, I'm just gonna limber up a bit before I fucking, uh, nothing. What you need to defend you is a wiry little 50 year old Irish builder who's an alcoholic. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll sort you out. Hey. hey Dean. The queen. Hey Dean, the queen, McQueen. <laughs> we had, uh, oh, the entourage. Oh, mate, yes. One of um, Eric's mates. Uh, one Dan Pulzello. Yeah, great man, great comics, and uh, Dan was brilliant. He was up. He was one of the first acts mm. uh, supporting Eric uh, on his tour, and uh, man, what a voice as well. Beautiful voice. And like he uh, he makes fun of his own voice in this clip. I'm excited to be here. I can't really say anything genuine because I have such a douchey voice. Uh -huh. <laughs> this voice, I try and say nice things, but my voice, like I somehow sound like every ex-boyfriend. <laughs> right. Like, every girl here has a voicemail from six years ago that sounds like, hey, I thought about what she said. <laughs> and I realized it was wrong of me to cheat on you. <laughs> 
but I've had two Bud Lights and I want to fix things. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a reasonable thing to say. And then I was like, no, it wasn't. And then I moved on. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Dan Paulzello and a random heckler lady at the end for no reason. Uh, did you catch what she said? No, and then she never piped up again. That was it. That was good. <laughs> he, he did it in a very kind way. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he just moved on. Moved yeah, on. that's the way to do it. People do, it. sometimes people do that. They, they, they're not like deliberately heckling. They're just trying, they enjoy the joke and then they chime in. They're like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, that. And you're like, okay. Yeah, people are sort of, they're just in the moment and then they're really, and then when people notice, they're like, oh, is that out loud? Yeah. That happened, um, on uh, Saturday I, there was someone from London in, and I was like oh London anyone else from London or whatever and one woman went woo and then I went over to her and she was covering her face and I was like that was you was it she was like yeah I goes oh you like London she's like I don't know I've never been it's like are you just like the sound London she goes I don't know why she just didn't know what came over she, yeah she just got uh, possessed for a moment yeah woo just like London yeah some people just get into the, the moment I guess yes. it's like singing along to a song in a concert and if it went quiet and you're like singing on a prayer yeah. oh was that yeah, the right, yeah, right yeah, lyrics yeah, yeah. sorry and, everyone and it's a fine line if if you're you know the comedian because you can't like if someone if someone says something in good spirits you can't just shoot but they ruin the joke you can't mm. You can't shoot them down because they didn't mean any badness. But at the same time, they're kind of ruining your flow. So you're like, yeah. ah, you know, okay, I'll be nice now to you. Yeah. But shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we love your enthusiasm, but yeah. tone it down. Sometimes it can, it, they can really help. Sometimes, you know, but sometimes, like, sometimes if they're like that woman, she, if she woos too much, mm. one, two, three woos are okay. But sometimes people, they just don't stop wooing. Just don't stop the wooing. And then, but then, uh, oh, yeah, I think I've got a clip from me next. Uh, let's go into me and Eddie's bits now from the week. I said one thing to Dara up the front. And we've got this girl. What's your name, Dara? Okay, cool. And then I was like, where, where, who else from America? There's two women from America, Ohio, and they were healthcare workers, Missy and Lisa. And then I was just asking about what they do. And then, of course, it went, it ended up being about sweaty genitalia and people dying on the table. And oh, yeah. And do you know the swab? Do you ever heard that? I go on about swab. I ask the, ask the girls in the audience about swabbing. Cool. You know when they go when the doctor goes swab and because he has a sweaty brow and he doesn't want to sweat into the wound. Is that from ER? Probably. Yeah, it could have been um, George Clooney. Yeah. Swab. And then the okay, so someone comes in and rubs. His and brow. then and then and then like his assistant like will will mop up the sweat because he's it's intense. This surgery is intense. He doesn't want to get sweat into the. Wouldn't mind that myself sometimes after a long the gig. swab. And... So I start going into swab. I was just asking him like uh, my my limited knowledge. I was like, what what do they do as a job? Because that's exciting. And uh, and um it, yeah, it went a bit went a bit nuts towards the end. That what do you work as, Missy? Back home in O H I O. Yeah, I'm a surgical technician. Oh, wow. Wow. Surgical tech fucking mission. And you go, scalpel? Do you do that shit? I hand the scalpel. You hand it. I hand it. The doctor says scalpel. All right. So you're the technician. You just stand by the tray. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're a cutlery technician, really. What size cutlery do you want? Uh, has the doctor ever dropped anything in by accident? It, like, you know, they finish and they're like, oh, my God, where's my watch? <laughs> That's cool. And what do you do, Lisa? I'm a practice manager for a doctor's office. How did you get into the medical... Both, you both were like, yeah, fuck it, let's do that. Let's almost be doctors. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it to be a doctor? Seven years? How much to give the doctor things? I'll do that. I'll do that. 
Yeah, you get to see the action front row tickets. But hey, beep, not up to me. Not up to me. He asked for the big scalpel. I gave him the big one. I was thinking, that's too big. That's way too big for that tiny organ. Don't do it, Doc. I thought it. Beep, I'm out. I am out, Doc. I'll see you on the golf course. That's really exciting. That's excellent work. Well done. Have you had surgery, Dara? I, I got my appendix out. Yeah, yeah. Yes! A round of applause! Yes! <laughs> Wait, was it like crippling pain? Uh, yeah, for about yeah, 12 hours. 12 hours? Yeah. What'd you think at first? Oh, fuck, I'm pregnant! Or something. I thought I ate too much. So we ate too much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut out this burger. It's killing me, man. You, you do the appendixes as well, yep. Missy? Yep. How many? Lots? Do they keep them? Where do they put them? <laughs> Where are all these appendixes? Where the fuck are they all? Where are they? They send them to the lab. The lab? Yeah. Weirdos. <laughs> Got any more of those appendixes? You go into the lab and it's just, they're just some dude with a stir fry. Shh. Ooh, lunch has arrived. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big boy. That's a big boy. <laughs> anyway, it's getting a bit dry. Anyone with some liposuction, I can... Get a bit more grease going on this pan. Mmm. Appendix. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then they get a fucking tummy ache from all the appendixes. Oh, shit. Imagine that. They cut open a dude and all the appendixes fall out. How many appendixes did you have? At least 35 for my last meal. At least 35. Do you have to do the swab? Swab. Do you do that? Right. You see, I've seen that in movies. Swab. And they just do that. <laughs> no, my balls are sweaty, for fuck's sake. <laughs> They're still sweaty, Missy. There's, get the sponge. My balls are still sweaty. Beep. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Missy, I had too much sweat. My groin. I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> I need a bigger sponge. Missy, you idiot. <laughs> That's another person dead. Ah, uh, the old swabaroo. The old, the old uh, people dying on the table because uh, that guy's balls are too sweaty. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that either, but I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed, where it went. <laughs> enjoyed where it went. And then now Eddie, Eddie had a great time with the audience this week. Oh yeah, this first one there was uh, a lot of couples in again on the Friday late show, and uh, sometimes you're like you assume they're a couple, but they're not a couple. Sometimes you assume they're not a couple and they are. Well, this is one of those situations. You two are your couple? No. You have your arms around each other? Yeah. You're just a possessive older brother. That's, uh... <laughs> you're going nowhere, honey. I know you're... <laughs> I know you're a grown woman. <laughs> I don't know why I'm from the South of the USA. <laughs> All I said was, yeah, <laughs> but I'm from Texas now, <laughs> and you're my slave sister. <laughs> Dude, when you put those chains back on, you shut up. <laughs> okay, okay. So, where, where, where are you from? America. <laughs> That's all I need is one word. <laughs> Yeah, you picked it. You know when you know. You know when you know. You know, you know the look of them. Yeah, it is just funny. Things are just funnier in a, a South 
like a deep South American yeah, accent. Yeah, it is. Not, deep and, South. And not even a good one. That was an atrocious. <laughs> it was better than my, like, oh, that's a big boy. Like me, some some guy frying up yeah, appendixes. Yeah, your American accent is like a, an odd cartoon from the 70s of like a, yeah. a fish that's American or something. Yeah, and, and a bit South Parky. <laughs> yeah. A bit like, look at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just funnier in American accent for some reason. It is. Uh, who did you meet next in the audience oh yes it's this uh, talked to another couple that were started out as housemates before they became lovers and uh, she very was, convenient she was Irish and he was German and they uh, they sat in the front row so uh, Eddie said hello to them didn't he that's really nice <laughs> uh, uh, and, and how did you two meet we were roommates in London roommates in London there is I put you now in Dublin you were roommates. How long did you last before you were like, come on? <laughs> you lasted as a year as roommates. He's just. You oh, he talked about it. You didn't just passionately make love one night. Dude, the most cold people I've ever met. That's amazing. What would happen if we weren't just roommates? You're like, let's mull over it for two more months. Uh, we're only 10 months living together. We'll give it a while. You're like, very good. I'll have a think as well. Um, will we kiss? No, we won't. We'll think. We'll think more. <laughs> you really weighed it up. You're very rational people. Oh, shit, man. We definitely German, all right, isn't it? That is. <laughs> yeah, see the graph I made about my new housemate lover, okay? <laughs> we see over here, pro, she is a woman, I like that, yeah. <laughs> Con, I have to find a new housemate for her bedroom. That's uh... <laughs> This is a problem as well, of course. <laughs> Pro, she is Irish, save on neutral in World War II, no political problems there. <laughs> as we all know, Eamon de Valera sent his condolences to Hitler. It's very crazy for those of you who have read your history books. Okay. <laughs> Cons, I think she doesn't like pros and con graphs. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then I guess he did find someone else for that spare room, didn't he? <laughs> he sure did, yeah. Yeah. That con was and his name was Con that he got in. So that worked out. <laughs> nice. And who else are we talking to this week in the Jesus, audience? Jesus, who was I not talking to? Okay, who's next? <laughs> who was um, going through the audience? Oh, actually it was their friend who was next to them. So those three of them together, there was the pros and cons couple. And then their mate, who was American, who was over visiting them, his name was Evan, and he works in PR. Evan, you have a good life. What do you do in Minnesota? I work in PR, public relations. Public relations, PR. You're like, he looks a bit like an idiot. I'll explain it to him. Uh, <laughs> the P is for public, R is for relations. Uh, that's nice. So what, what do you do PR for? Uh, like healthcare, energy, retail. Healthcare, energy, retail. Holy shit, this is a broad spectrum. You're like a PR slut. You're like, what do you need PR for? <laughs> I'll spread my legs. What's your uh, topic? <laughs> Healthcare, energy, uh, so, variety of clients. Variety of clients. PR is that? What, what, when do you? You're not marketing. No. Like media relations. Media relations. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'll put in a spin on the story. So someone gets hashtag me too, then you're like, well, uh, <laughs> that's when, who do you call Evan? It's his birthday. Fuck it. He'll answer the phone anytime. 
We have another hashtag me too. I'll deal with this. Okay. Do you ever do you ever get anything like that? Do you have no, to no, no, no. Thankfully, thankfully the hospital system don't have to deal with it. Hospital system and energy, not many hashtag me too's. Not that we know of. Yeah. Because he's so good. <laughs> he is that good at PR that the hospital hashtag me too revolution never happened because Evan's around. That's uh <laughs> Harvey Weinstein needed you, man. That's uh, <laughs> if Harvey had Evan, he'd be fucking making movies today. He'd not, he wouldn't be in any prison. Sorry for anyone who's a victim of. Okay, let's uh, touchy topic. Touchy topic. Okay. <laughs> Diving straight in. It's good to raise awareness. <laughs> Evan is doing a great job at raising. Ah, uh, God. Good on Evan. Good PR. On. He's good at the public relations. As soon as he said PR, he just he explained what it was. Yeah, he's straight into PR mode. He just went yeah. right into work. Yep, yeah, I'm going to uh, explain all of what I do because uh, I'm relating to the public. <laughs> and then uh, maybe one more. One more. Let's, let's dive into one more so Eddie interaction. One last Eddie interaction. This is all in the same show. Look, a lot of... Yeah, there was a lot of fun people in oh, look, and Eddie up. found them. And yourself, man, where are you from? Yeah, oh, I'm Irish. you're Irish. You look Italian. I know, I get that a lot. You get that a lot. Are you somewhat Italian? No. You're just a good-looking Irish man. It's rare. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare. We're like, he's not Irish. What is it? He's there's something about him. He's attractive. Ah, oh, that's and your your top your top says pure. Pure class. Pure class. <laughs> not pure Irish. We can tell you that. Um, <laughs> I can tell you the milkman wasn't from Ireland, I can tell you. <laughs> Hello, do you like a milk? <laughs> yeah, he's back in two hours. Go on, give me some milk there. <laughs> <laughs> Pure milk. <laughs> Would you like it a milk? That was great. People are, it's always good to say that to especially Irish people. It's a compliment to say you're not yeah, Irish, isn't yeah, it? It's such a compliment. You look Italian. It's one of the only countries that I've been to where saying you don't look like you're from that country is a compliment. Because yeah. Irish people love being Irish, and why wouldn't you? But if you said that you don't look like you're from Ireland, people love it. That's oh, why well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look Irish at all. Oh, why well, thank you. Yeah. He's like, I get that a lot. Yeah, he was delighted yeah, with himself. Yeah, he was, yeah. With his big, thick, black eyebrows. He yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, you know, like some countries have that, like, uh, anti-immigrant, pure, nationalistic. We don't mm. have that because we're just we're not, not supposed to be proud of, I guess. Yeah, you know? mix up the gene pool, please. Yeah, no yeah. more immigrants. Are you crazy? More yeah. immigrants. Do you, have you seen these people? Um, this is what we have to compete with. Yeah. They're beautiful coming right. over here. Bring them in. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I saw that. Did you see that thing that Russia developed an even faster warhead, the intercontinental ballistic? That's what they call it. Oh, Inter ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile. There was, they released a video. I saw it like yesterday huh? of the rocket being launched. And it's like the fastest rocket my, have you seen this? No. Yeah, so, uh, and Putin said it. It was like a, basically a threat saying like, and anyone who thinks that they can fuck with Russia, uh, check this out. Uh, we have a huh? new rocket system and it's faster than anyone ever made. They released a video. They released a video and Putin made a statement and it's just like a big kind of big ball Billy threat. big balls. Billy big balls over Putin. Um, but I just thought it's... <laughs> It's such a mad plan. It's like our rockets even faster. Like, what, what, what's that going to buy you? Ten minutes before your country's blown up? Well, great plan, Russia. Is that, are they thinking? Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes faster. America goes kaboom. Then we have one slice of cake, and then we go kaboom. <laughs> yeah. What a win for Russia that your rockets are ten minutes faster. Its speed isn't the, the threat. 
Yeah. Is it? Of yeah. how fast you're going to blow up. In fact, the slower, the better. Because it's, I mean, if you're, you know, Terminator, uh, what is it? T-1000, you know, remember Terminator 2? Yeah. And you could just see the explosion coming towards the playground. But oh, the rockets, yeah, the rockets are going kind of slow. Just yeah, slowly. You want, you, you want really slow rockets just to really build up just the rockets. Just a big advert. And then, play, you know, you want a really slow rocket playing your national anthem. Yeah. So the last thing they hear is you don't want it to be quick because then there's no there's no threat. Yeah. You're not you don't know you're dead. You want to know, oh, the Russians won this time. It's coming yeah. over playing yeah, back in the USSR or whatever their theme you, yeah, you is. Yeah, you won't even see Putin's <laughs> rocket coming. And no, then, it's too quick. Yeah. Nah, slow, man. You want slow and steady. And they're putting up stuff. play. Can we get into get into the war, guys? <laughs> nice and gentle. Um, too, yeah, but I didn't see that. I thought I was hoping you were going to say intercontinental breakfast intercontinental <laughs> breakfast intercontinental just, breakfast missile he's just throwing <laughs> sausages just shooting these pure Russian sausages into the country what is these sausages uh, eggs he's just egging what's people. faster than Deliveroo well Russia's intercontinental ballistic missile <laughs> ballistic breakfast man <laughs> in 10 minutes all the way from Russia it sends you breakfast but that would be horrible walking to work and then scrambled eggs just out of the sky splat just wreck Putin <laughs> Just shaking your fist at the sky. And a waiter appears and gives you an extra napkins. Like, that damn was a messy eater, guy. Yeah. Oh, it's like back again to the American accent. Just like fried eggs are just getting splat all over there. I ordered them over easy. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is this? That was Putin. Sunny side up. Man, I didn't know that. So it's, it's still going on. I mean, who's going to... Well, we've got slower missiles. Well, fingers crossed he never has to shoot it. But where did he shoot them? Did he Tony Stark it and just sort of blow up a bit uh, of tundra just, like, or what into did Siberia at some point like they, I, I don't think they were they weren't armed with the nukes they were just a demonstration <laughs> over to his ex-wife's house <laughs> look at this <laughs> hey NATO have a look at this and also this is for my ex-wife <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Putin how many vendettas have you got yeah a lot it's like bin day he, just, <laughs> he forgot about bin day so he just blows up his own rubbish <laughs> yeah I can never remember what day bin day is watch this <laughs> blows up all his bins Putin's getting really personal again <laughs> yeah. um, he hates band day I'm trying to quit smoking ah, how's that going because you were vaping for a little bit there I'm still vaping a little bit it's vaping is, is, is an alternative that works for a while you know mm. it keeps you off them for a while I find it effective um, and it's better You've, you know I'm not vaping as much as I would be smoking because it's not cool it's not cool but you know what got me was so someone offered me a cigarette the other day and uh, I looked on the side of the box of it was a tobacco box you know roll one and uh, it, was, it was you know those those pictures they have on the side of of like people <laughs> yeah, in, in grotesque in grotesque either like severe damage or mm. like people in ill health looking bad yeah and it was one of those of a it was like he, he clearly had like a lot of makeup on to make himself look white and he was on the bed huh? it was of, of a sad man and he had he makeup like, on it was clearly an actor it's not like actually someone ill. Do you know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, some of these on the box. Oh, they- we can smoke them. They're not real people. Yeah, they're hired actors. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hole in his throat. That's makeup. But like, I just thinking like, you know, you'd have to be in an awful rut in your acting career to take that job. Like mm. three months late in rent, child support fees, overdraft. Yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll put my face on cancer warnings for fucking yeah, <laughs> forever. Yeah. And then the Christmas dinner comes along with the families. How's the acting going? Well, I got the cigarette box. I uh, did the cigarette box this year. I mean, they said I was the sickest looking person they've ever seen. <laughs> so I, I, I wasn't even sick. I felt great that day. But the, I just really went into the part. I really went into it. Yeah, I know. There was another, there was a, there's an ad. It's, uh, quite a young woman on. 
I think, I think she's advertising. Oh, the thrush. Have you seen the thrush ad? No. There's a young woman going, hey, thrush. And like just smiling through the ad. And uh, it's a good ad, but you're thinking, yeah, how is your acting career going? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's good. We have to fix thrush and do all that. You could have had an animated character. You don't need a human being talking about thrush. Yeah. She's never going to live that down. No. It's like the guy that's on there going, she yeah. Can't got- get, she can't get an Oscar now. No. Well, maybe, you know, maybe a little bit, but she's going to have to really Meryl Streep it up to forget the thrush <laughs> yeah, ad. Yeah, yeah, She's going to have to... I got an offered, because uh, I used to act, I got offered uh, an ad, well, like, uh, to do, <laughs> you know, the, the, the TV license in Ireland. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, That's yeah, selling your soul. What'd you oh, do? I, I didn't. I couldn't take ah, it. Good on you. But yeah, they, they got out, they reached out to me being like, oh, do you, want, you know, you'd, you'd uh, be doing like some jokes about TV licenses to camera, you know, being like, mm. how, oh, well, I, I can't remember what jokes they were. And they gave me the script and I was just like, nah, sorry, guys, can't do that. Good on you. Can't be the face of pay your TV license. That is, I'd rather be on a cigarette box. Done, right. Yeah, with a with one arm missing. I'd rather be like, I'd rather be like the neck. face of fucking M16 rifles by this. You know, I'd rather be <laughs> on the face of death than the TV license. Yeah, for people who are not from Ireland or like, because I'd never heard of this in my life before I came here. Do you know that's not normal to have to buy a TV license? You don't have public TV license paying in uh, Australia. In Australia, man, you just turn the TV on, and no one's knocking around <laughs> your house. No one's knocking around your house asking you to get a TV. Why would you do that? Is it like you've got to pay an annual fee to pay for TV in Ireland? It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is actually when you think about it. Also, when you think about for what you're getting, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how much does the TV license add up to? The same price as Netflix? Maybe I don't know. Now just weigh up what you get with Netflix and What's what it? you get with an Irish TV license. <laughs> yeah. And you tell me, public, which would you prefer? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. They've gone on a loophole. They've gone, even if you have a screen, if you don't have a TV, you have a screen. Yeah. Everyone has a screen. Yeah. Man, the it, oven has a screen now. If they come in and they see a laptop, they're like, TV license time. Yeah. Everything has a... Man, t- every car has a screen in it now. You can't buy... It's a, do you know what? My... <laughs> you know how I told you I've got new radiators in the house? I've got new radiators, right? They have a screen. I mean, no, you can't watch TV on them, but it's a big screen. It says what degrees it is. It's, it's yeah, 50 degrees or RTE player, click. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, and they're like, okay, they're gone. Hey, heater. <laughs> heater, turn on the late, late show. Yeah. And the, yeah. You have not paid your TV license, Demo. You get no heat. Oh, they're oh, on to us. It's the fucking TV guys. They're on to us. There's always stories. Like everyone has a story of uh, escaping the TV license inspector. Oh, I love that. What's your own? Well, I actually, I don't have one, but I can relay some uh, from other people. I, my housemate told me his one was when he was in college. Uh, they had a TV, but the TV license inspector uh, came around mm. and they were like, hey, um, can I can I come in? And uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, you can come in in a bit, but uh, sorry, I'm a bit in an emergency with my mom, so I'll be right back. And then he oh, closed so- the door and he just didn't open the door again. And for the, a couple the, of days for a couple of days they, they, yeah he, every time the TV inspector came back he'd be like ringing the doorbell so the TV inspector's like geez that's a serious uh, yeah. mom emergency yeah it's like every day is an emergency with my mom how many times does he does that TV inspector go to a door and be like hi I have an emergency with my mom yeah and it's like uh, and, oh, I'm, and my grandma uh, funeral because they're like, not allowed he's had, he's had 12 grandmas this poor yeah. bastard because they can't just go in and no, you know they have to get they, permission. So they, you just say no, and then that's the end of the discussion. They can't get you a gunpoint. No, they just threaten you with a fine, I guess. And then you know, I calculated it. The fine would be, say you've dodged it for like five years, then the fine would be still cheaper than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then pay for the license. Hey, 
do hey, the right thing. Do pay the right thing, everybody. Pay for your TV license. There'll be lots of good things on it, probably. And now a word from our sponsors, the TV license inspector. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it is, it is ludicrous. And then, but you know, that's that's how you got to do it. I mean, the government's not paying for TV; it's paying for no hospital beds. So I mean, that's mm. what's, that's where the the BBC England, the Britain they do the a, same. You have to pay they TV, have a TV license, license you have, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And how do they, they enforce it? People knocking around or what? Yeah, I lived in London for like six years. And I never paid it. <laughs> yeah, they never they, knocked. They never knocked around. They must like weigh it up and go right. If half the people pay it we're that covered. are watching it, we're covered. You know, they must weigh it up because they know, mm. uh, like uh, most people in their early twenties are not going to pay, but people in their fifties probably will pay. So it all averages out. Yeah, to avoid the hassle, mm. I'll pay the money. Yeah, yeah. People with a nest egg. Did you talk about nest eggs? I mean, when you weigh it up, like in Britain, they're getting BBC One, Two, Three, Four, BBC Radio, BBC. And you know what? Do you know what they should? They shouldn't call it TV license. They should call it no ads. The no ads license. No ads. uh, Hold on, we're paying a TV license and we get ads. And they have ads. BBC BBC, Play. They don't get ads. We get ads. BBC One. No ads. That's why people love BBC. Right? I'd pay my TV license if I was getting no ads. Do you know what's funny? BBC... I mean, I wouldn't. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now, for the this discussion, I would. I would like, yeah, definitely. Because if they call it the uh, no ads bonus, call it the no ad no advertising bonus. You pay this every year, you get no ads when you watch these channels. People would be like, brilliant, I'm up for that. Yeah. But here in Ireland, you pay that, and they still get it. They still get ads. It's seemingly more ads than possible. More ads than shows. So many ads. You watch anything on the players, just like non-stop. You go, oh, okay, one ad, fair enough. Yeah. Another ad. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, here's 200 quid. Oh, here's five minutes of ads in return. Thanks. You know, what the... Oh, yeah, you can't have both. Like, that's the reason. You can't have both, right? Well, I, I don't think. I mean, not that I've ever been in a you know, position of power in any TV network. Put my <laughs> face on a cigarette box. <laughs> Get these goddamn ads off TV. Uh, do you know what's funny? Like, even with BBC, all the controversy about its uh, terrible employees, you know, had the uh, Jimmy, you know, pedo. <laughs> Not Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy... Savile. Savile. <laughs> no, they had all that. And then Jeremy Clarkson's punching people. Everyone's still like... Man, we'll pay we'll pay that fee because we don't get ads yeah over here everyone's like ah TA ah what's with this license yeah and they're but they're great people never touched a child in there yeah um, as far as I know okay okay who we got on alright it's back to the entourage all the way from New York City it's Eric Newman. What's going on over here, dude? You're a young, good-looking dude. You look like you skateboard all day and then go home and just smoke a ton of weed. What's going on? How? What's your name, brother? Uh, well, Greg. <laughs> I've never heard somebody answer the question of what's your name with, well, um, <laughs> I've never heard that. He's like, I'll get to it. Just uh, give me a second, all right? I got this. Greg, nice to meet you, man. How old are you, bro? 18. Oh, God, dude, just fucking full of cum, right? Oh, my. Unbelievable. I think somebody just orgasmed over there. I'm not sure. You probably have a good chance of getting whoever that was over in that seat because she seems probably as horny as you are right now, Greg. Um, where are you from, Greg? You're from France? Oh shit, okay, different woman. All right, that's, uh, that's cool, man. What, and what are you doing over here, dude? I've been here for like 12 years, but I'm in college now, so. 12 years? Yeah. You came over here when you were six? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That's fucking amazing. You had the exact same amount of facial hair as you do now, which is, um, I fucking love it now, that's cool, man. What, so are you living here by yourself? Just come, there's another 20 minutes. Just pace yourself. Um, are, you, are you living here now? 
Uh, do you have a girl or not? No. Fuck that, right? <laughs> you don't need them, right? You don't fucking need them. What do you do for... Uh, you don't have to touch it, but what do you do for... <laughs> what do you do? What, what, dude, no matter how much you touch it and... and <laughs> he thinks he's some sort of sorcerer. He's like, she will appear any second now. Um... Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what do you do here, dude? Veterinary. You're a veteran? Veterinary. Oh, vet veterinarian. Oh, I was like, wow. You, I was like... <laughs> I was like, this dude hasn't even been through acne. He hasn't been through a war. There's no way he's a veteran. Um, you're a veterinarian. No, studying, yeah. You're studying veterinary. Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. What, do, do you have a pet or not? Nah? Yeah, two cats. Two cats. Good shit, dude. You're a crazy cat man. <laughs> Fucking love that, bro. Are you on any of the apps or not? No. Nah, not really? No. Fuck that, right? Cats are enough, right? <laughs> Ugh, another two pussies? Sir, remember when I said I'm doing the jokes? Remember when we had that discussion a little while ago? Who, which one of you have to fucking deal with this all the time? Which, are you, she's like, no, that's not mine. I'm a... Uh, She's like, I'm going home with Greg and his cats. Um, I, Eric Newman and the Entourage. <laughs> yeah. That was great, man. Yeah, I, everyone, when he said vet, it was like, what is he? Oh, he's not, no, not a veteran. He's a vet. Yeah. Um, we got another bit of Eric Newman as well. Oh, yeah. It just kept on going. It was a great show. The gift that keeps giving. It's Eric Newman. Now, I was walking in my building the other day and I saw my landlord, Mark, and I was like, hey, Mark, how's it going? And he goes, not so good. I just got suspended from Facebook for 30 days again the second he said again I was like it's probably his fault like it's a pattern mark I was like why'd you why'd you get suspended and he goes I just posted a quote it was a Hitler quote but it wasn't about the holocaust or anything just a regular quote I was like oh just a regular inspirational Hitler quote just a feel good uplifting Hitler quote true friends are always there for you Adolf Hitler no you can't no matter what it is, you can post it. And then he got defensive. He was like, whoa, whoa, my wife's Jewish. I'm like, yeah, she's probably the one who reported you on Facebook. That's uh, it's very obvious. Eric Newman there. What a great show. That was class. Yeah, he will be back in Dublin in December. Yeah, keep an eye out. We'll post about it. Yeah, that was great. And so, yeah, do follow it, man. If you don't follow him already, Eric Newman. I'm Eric Newman uh, is his handle. And Dan Pulzello. Dan Pulzello. And then his, uh, his two other comic mates that he had over, Mark Gerber and Frank Favier, we'll have on our next episode. Yeah. More great stuff. Follow them as well. Why wait for us? <laughs> Go look at the stuff now. It's another great episode. There was a lot of crowd work. It was like a crowd work episode. This is a crowd work special. Yeah. When we had the Yanks coming over, they're crowd work kings, those, that group that came over. And then all the people, all Gar is the crowd work um, king over here. Yeah, Tala Master. And then you and me were dibbly dabbling. It was just a crowd work special. To the, this, this. <laughs> Emily was getting into the front row. It was all happening. Emily was flirting away. She wasn't <laughs> <laughs> You really wanted to get in trouble. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was a great episode. Great yeah, episode. Great, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, if you enjoyed the podcast, do leave us a review. Um, tell your friends to listen to it. All that great stuff. DM us on the Insta if you want to send us any messages. Or yeah, talk if you've about got anything in particular. If you've got any mad stories about going to the comedy clubs or anything like that, send us a DM and we'll talk about it on the podcast. If you have a faster missile than Putin. You know, just so we know. <laughs> if you if you took that acting job, oh yeah, uh, it, who it, is the actor on? If you've acted in any uh, photo shoots for cigarettes or TV license inspectors, <laughs> yeah, do you do you enjoy your job? If you're a TV license inspector, mm. oh, if you're do a TV you license inspector, listening to this, tell us what it's like. 
Are you like the clampers? Are they kind of like the clampers, aren't mm, they? Yeah. Cl- pork, like clampers, you know, no one likes the clampers. No. They get such a hard time. Like, yeah. I met a clamper and he wasn't a nice guy, but that's apart from the. I was chatting away to him and Why he was telling ch- me. Why are you chatting to him? He was uh, going out with a friend of mine. Ugh. And, uh, and he was telling me that. He was <laughs> a get, poor friend. He had a lot of self pity about how hard his job is because he gets like threatened and, you know. Just don't do it then. If yeah. everyone said no to being a clamper, there'd be no clampers. Yeah, we'd have other problems then. But anyway, that's apart from it. No, no. Do you know what? There'd be less people parked in wrong places because they'll be able to drive away. We said like people would come up with like the biggest sob stories ever. Uh, They'd be like, if they're a minute late and they'd be like, oh, look, my partner has cancer, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, I'm just I'm just a clamper. I'm just doing my job. It's like, well, no, you're 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 nasty. But Mm. the, the TV license inspectors are like clampers for TVs. Yeah, they're like, hey, well, like, I don't, I don't make the rules. Yeah, well, you follow them, don't you? Mm. You follow them. Wouldn't it be great to be a TV license inspector, but you didn't have a commission or as you didn't have to do it, so you could just get paid to walk around? Do they have to find X amount of people a month? Do they have have numbers to hit? They must have numbers to hit. They'd have to. What if if, like one year randomly everyone paid their TV license and the the TV license inspector would be out of a job, wouldn't they? The inspector would be out of a job, yeah. There's nothing to inspect here, inspector. (laughs) Yeah, we've all paid. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's paid. There's five million people on the country and there's five million and one people get with TV licenses. Yeah, so what's worse? Everyone is is stopping jobs. So with us not paying TV license, you're creating jobs. (laughs) It's like if you don't pay for parking, you're creating jobs. If everyone paid for parking, no one would get clamped. Mm. There'd be no clampers. So it's the fact that we're not doing the right thing people have jobs so make the world a better place everybody <laughs> pay your TV license put them out of a job put them out of a job pay your parking don't park on double yellows you don't like clampers pay your parking they won't be around pay for long your par- pay more than you need pay yeah. other people's parking mm. just stop those clampers from clamping you, you got clamps recently yeah it was a while ago and it was one mate it was in a parking lot is that we call parking lot yeah, a parking par- lot, a parking space, parking space. You know, but you know when there's a, a, all these big shops, Harvey Norman next to a Curry's, next to a or Curry's. They don't sell curry. I know it was, I made that mistake when I first got here. They sell like computers and stuff. There's no curry. That doesn't even smell a curry. What are called Curry's? There's no chips. Anyway, all that sort of stuff. Pet World, all that. Did you know these big places? There's so many parking spaces. I parked there. You're, you're only allowed to park there for four hours. Or you get clamped we In were, a parking lot Were you going camping there or something? I was camping there man What, was, was, what were you doing over for four hours? Well I say I was still me. looking for curry around I was, still, I was like where's the curry? I want a three in one I want chips, curry and rice I, I was referring to the time you got A speeding ticket in Bray We were picking something up So you wait, you're, you got clamped as well as that time? Did I get clamped? Oh you, no that was just a ticket It was just a ticket but it's still Oh no I don't mind quid. a ticket Fair enough Yeah 40 euro because I parked in a loading bay Mm. But I was loading for only four hours. Only four hours I was loading. But yeah, that um, was that was a vehicleist because all the other vehicles in the loading bay were vans. But and we were buying technical equipment from the same shop that the vans are buying equipment yeah. from. But because I had a car, yeah, then I got fined. We got screwed again. Isn't that rip? Like my who, boot guess, is very I guess sizable. who clamped us? Guess who gave us the fine? 
and it was actually dude. a TV license inspector. It was a TV license to a boss. <laughs> he said, is that a phone? Do you have a TV license for that phone? Yeah. And we were like, what are you talking about? And a parking fine for you boys. Your car has a screen in it. It's, like, it's just for the radio. Doesn't matter. Radio license. <laughs> RTE can play on that screen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. RTE is on radio. That's it. Yeah. Got done. 40 euros. God damn it. Yeah, so we stayed there for a long time, didn't we? Thanks for listening to episode 10 <laughs> of the Crack 10 Comedy Club podcast. Leave us a review. Much love. See you next week. Thank you.